Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm just going to take a, a quick look at uh, the double game week 27 coming up and my team and some of my uh, early thoughts really leading up to this game week in terms of, you know, picks, transfers in, um, differentials, and also uh, keeping one eye open on the um, blank game week coming up in game week 29. So um, currently at the moment, uh, there's one game that's in progress and that's uh, Liverpool beat Chelsea. So obviously keen to see the outcome of that. Uh, I think there's been a goal already um, with Mounts on the score sheet who's been in good form recently. So yeah, definitely interested to see how that game um, progresses. Um, so looking at my team at the moment, um, well, actually looking at the fixtures first of all. So it's a very light double game week. Uh, Man City and Southampton are the only teams that feature um, twice. So in game week 26, obviously, we had quite a bit of a bumper game week. Um, you know, Spurs did well. Man City, obviously, you know, always uh, in, a, in such fine form at the moment. So really, you know, with this double game week, I know Southampton play twice. They don't really have um, too many, uh, you know, kind of appealing players at the moment. Uh, they're in a poor run of form. Obviously, Ings is the kind of you know, the one that you would go to, but I think there's just too much value out there, um, too many other kind of you know budget forwards and you know and other forwards around the same price point that are just doing so much more and have more potential. So, really, the focus for game week 27 is Manchester City. So, in my team at the moment, I currently have Cancelo and uh, Gundawan. So, you know, really haven't invested a lot of money into Man City assets. Gundawan has you know, had such high ownership because of his um, amazing form over the last 10 weeks or so. Um, so really, the, the essential um, you know, transfer in for me is bringing in another Man City asset. So it's a little bit difficult, really, um, because of the whole pep rotation. Um, you know, two game weeks as well increases that risk. And then the following week after this, they have... a. Champions League coming up as well so you know clearly you'll have one eye open on that as well um, at the moment the favorite pick really is De Bruyne um, I think out of all the kind of top assets like Sterling, uh, Mares, I think De Bruyne is the one that's most likely to um, feature the most minutes I know he's come back from injury recently he's played about two or three games he's had his minutes managed um, slightly so far but I feel like He's the kind of big hit, kind of consistent player that I want in my team. Uh, Sterling, you know, like I said, is, uh, you know, great on the day, um, but he is a massive risk as well. So Man City have Man United and then Southampton. Um, obviously, the Manchester derby, you're going to back Man City just because of their you know 28 game unbeaten run at the moment. Um, and then Southampton, you know, you're hoping for a big result. Um, it's the kind of, you know, one of the picks of the of this game week, really, if not the pick. So, yeah, De Bruyne is looking like my transfer in right now. If we look at his uh, ownership, you know, we're going to expect it to rise um, leading up to the game week. But it's currently at 13 percent. So to be honest with you, 13 percent. I know it's not a differential by the traditional means, but. For someone of De Bruyne's quality, what he can bring, the minutes he'll likely to play and, and how we'll feature in both games, it's really hard to ignore. Um, he is a kind of top level differential for that reason. Um, you know, even looking at players like Sterling, 
Um, his ownership's gone down because of, you know, the lack of trust. So it's he it looks like he's going to, you know, have his price drop soon. Uh, 11.3% ownership right now. So, um, yeah, De Bruyne is looking the most likely. He does cost a 11.8 million. So he's not cheap. Um, he's, you know, one of the most expensive assets in the game. Um, but I think he is the safest pick, really, in terms of a Man City big hitter. Uh, you've got Aguero as well. Uh, you know, he's been out for a long time, you know, a long time of injury. Um, only if you really need a punt, I would say, kind of, um, you know, look at him. But he will have his minutes managed. Um, has incredibly low ownership as well. And then we have Mares, who is sitting at 3.7% ownership currently. And I'm expecting that to, you know, rise again due to that double game week. So, um, yeah, the big question now is really, who do I take out to, uh, you know, bring De Bruyne in? My midfield currently are, I've got Salah, Gundogan, Fernandez, Son and Rafinha. Uh, you know, with one eye open on the blank game week 29, it's just, uh, you know, not an option really to take Son or Rafinha out. Um, it's really about funds as well. I've only got 1.5 million. So really it's, it's Salah, Fernandez or Son. Sorry, not even Son. Salah or Fernandez are the ones that are going to have to make way. Um We'll have to see how Salah gets on in this game against Chelsea. It's obviously a tough fixture with the form they've been in, but uh, they do have quite an appealing um, game against Fulham at home. I know Fulham haven't been, uh, you know, the kind of um, have been better recently and haven't, you know, been turned over in recent times. And they've, you know, been quite resolute. But, you know, if Liverpool are going to have a successful game week, it's not a bad fixture for them. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to take Salah out and it's you know it's even difficult to take Fernandez out I think it's my decision is made a little bit easier by the fact that Fernandez blanked in both of his last games so in that double game week he um you know he played both games but no goals no assists so he's definitely the player at risk at the moment um you know the concern is you know how much money will you lose on Fernandez he was such a favorable pick um, you know, as the season's gone on. So he's, you know, priced at 11.6 million. Uh, you know, he was originally priced at 10.5. So you can see it's such a huge, um, you know, margin at the moment. So, yeah, I don't want it to be, you know, just a, a one-off game week. But I think to capitalise on those points, it's a difficult decision. But, yeah, it's looking like De Bruyne is going to make his way into my team for Fernandes um, right now. Uh, you know, looking at some of the fixtures coming up, Man United have got West Ham, you know, by by no means an easy game. West Ham are in great form, you know, chasing the top four place, whereas Man City have uh, Fulham as well. So, again, another team, uh, another game that you'd fancy Man City to really go out and be rampant on. So, yeah, uh, both teams don't play in game week 29 either. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't really matter too much really for that game week. It's really just about an now and capitalising on points. So I know game week 29 is important, but you, you can't forego points in, you know, game week 27 and game week 28 just, you know, to build your team completely for game week 29. Um, in terms of my chip strategy, so I used my triple captain chip on Kane in game week 26. Unfortunately, he didn't get quite the haul I was hoping he would. But, uh, it, you know, at least he scored one goal. Um, I currently have my bench boost and uh, second wild card left. So my plan at the moment is really um, to kind of consistently build for 29. I have, um, you know, I have a few players that are going to be featuring. So I've got Martinez and goal. I've got a, a triple leads of Dallas, Rafinha and Bamford, who I'm 
you know, reasonably happy with and they're, um, you know, cheap assets as well. And then I've got the partnership of Kane and Son in my team also. So that they're not, um, they're not players I'm going to move on anytime soon. I can really see myself having Kane and Son in, you know, until the end of the season, really. They're going to feature in game week 29. They've got some good fixtures coming up. Uh, there's a Derby match against Arsenal. We know that Kane has such a good record in those games. So you wouldn't put it past, you know, past either of them really to do well. And uh, yeah, after the after the blank game week, uh, they've got Newcastle and they've got some you know decent fixtures after that as well. So uh, yeah, I'm happy with those players at the moment. Um, the, even though uh, Bamford does feature in the blank game week 29, I am actually exploring. I think who's one of the good picks at the moment is Antonio. He's kind of gone under the radar recently. Um, he has pretty low ownership. It's it has gone down in recent times. Um, you know, 10% ownership right now, 6.5 million in, in the game. Uh, Antonio, you know, everyone was quick to kind of ditch them, you know, ditch him out of their team due to his tough fixtures. But to be honest with you, um, you know, he he scored against Man City, which no one really you know, would have backed him to do. Uh, he scored against Spurs as well. So, you know, with those two games that looked difficult, um, he did produce output. And he also plays in game week 29. So I'm in a difficult position at the moment where I've got Bamford, I've got Kane and I've got Watkins. So all three players that will feature in at game week. But um, at the moment, I mean, Bamford is, has one of the highest ownerships in the game of 52%. So over half player, half of the players um, in the game have him. Whereas Antonio, like I said, has 10%. So he's really like a you know, a decent differential pick at the moment in terms of, uh, in terms of strikers. Um, you know, West Ham, funny enough, play leads. So, uh, yeah, you've really got to kind of decide who you're backing in that game. I think West Ham have definitely been on fine form. Uh, you know, leads aren't known to have quiet games either, so it can be profitable for Bamford as well. But I feel like I've got Rafinha. He's really been the kind of main man for leads recently. Um, you know, he's he's the one creating chances. He's kind of caught the eye of quite a few players as well and, and a few managers out there. So, you know, his, his ownership's gradually been going up. It's around the 10% mark at the moment. So, um, yeah, he's kind of my, like, uh, you know, other kind of main leads asset out of the out of the three. So as an attacker, I think I'm kind of half tempted to go for Antonio. I do have two transfers this week to use. So, um, yeah, it. It's not going to, you know, I can't focus on just bringing in players for game week 29. I've still got some other decisions to make. Um, the other transfer out at the moment is looking likely to be Shaw. So Shaw, uh, you know, had a great game week 26, two clean sheets to his name. Man United do have Man City, so that's not a good fixture for him. He's not going to be someone that's going to, I'm, I'm going to definitely bench him for that game. Um, you know, Man City, you wouldn't put it past them to score, you know, two or three goals at least, uh, especially with Man United not being in great form recently. And then Man United have got uh, West Ham at home. Again, we mentioned that game before and it's not not an overly appealing fixture for Man U. It could go either way, really, on, on current form and, um, you know, league position. So, um, yeah, it's um, sure doesn't feature in game week 29 either. Um, so he, he's someone that, you know, he, I'm not going to lose money on. Um, I'm going to kind of start to look at bringing in a asset from either Spurs or uh, Aston Villa currently. I'm leaning more towards Spurs because I do, 
have um, two Aston Villa assets already, and I'm quite keen on bringing Grealish in nearer to the time in game week 29 if he comes back from his injury, which he should do in time. So, yeah, really, uh, Regulon is the player that's kind of caught my eye for Spurs. Um, he's been a little bit under the radar recently because of his injury problems, but he did really well in the earlier part of the season when Spurs were kind of on good form. He's only owned by 3% of players, so he's a real differential reasonably priced as well at 5.5 million so yeah bringing him in I'd be quite confident that he plays in blank game week 29 as well um doesn't have a bad couple of fixtures so um yeah that's quite a simple straight swap out for sure um and then on the subject of Spurs at the moment as well there's another couple of you know real differential picks for them at the moment so you've got uh Gareth Bale uh, currently owned by 1.3 percent of players um, so real differential done well in the double game week 26 and it looks to be a little bit more in um, Jose's kind of plans going forward. And then obviously Deli Ali, another player who's really been out in the cold this season, owned by 0.6%, um, you know, was pivotal in that goal um, against Fulham where Spurs you know, managed to hold on for a 1-0 win. So not that I'm going to gamble anytime soon, but they're just players worth keeping an eye on. If you're going to, for example, free hit or wild card before game week 29 as well, um, you could bring them in. Or if you want to take a punt on them beforehand, you know, for the next game week, it's not they're not a bad shout really. I think Ali, Ali offers a slightly better value for money if he plays because he's just priced, you know, a lot cheaper than Bale. You know, 7.4 million for Ali, whereas Bale is way overpriced in FPL at the moment. I mean, he's 9.3 million. That's kind of in the same bracket as Son and you'd never, you'd never have him in place of Son for that money. He doesn't really offer great value for money because he's such a high risk, but yeah, maybe for a one-off or for a free hit or people chasing due to his low ownership and he does have a lot of potential. Um, he could be someone worth bringing in as well. Um, other than that, there's a few teams out there who are kind of struggling. I think, uh, you know, Liverpool haven't been on great form and they're, um, they were losing last time I checked against Chelsea. So, uh, you know, a game week against um, Fulham is, is a good opportunity for them. So I think I'm going to stick with Salah this time around, but not really looking to exploit many other options there. Uh, Leicester are another team that have been on poor form recently. They've got a lot of injury problems. Madison and Barnes, who have been in terrific form recently, are both out at the moment. So, yeah, Vardy obviously has a decent level of ownership. I mean, outside of that, uh, Tillemans looks like the kind of best value for money, especially with injuries to players like Perez. Uh, he's known to score a goal. He scored um, last time out, uh, well, one of the last times out against Arsenal. And he's priced around 6.4 million. So 3.1% ownership for Tillemans is pretty is pretty decent um, in terms of this single game week. They place. They face Brighton, who you know, haven't been terrible, but uh, you, you still probably fancy Leicester even on the poor form that they've been in. Um, and then looking at the fixtures again, um, you know, there's still a few to be scheduled. So we're waiting to see what happens for game week 28. So uh, potentially, you know, Aston Villa will have another fixture scheduled um, against Burnley potentially. And then... Um, Oh, sorry. 
Everton versus Burnley and Aston Villa potentially and Aston Villa versus Newcastle and Everton. So there's a couple of fixtures that are due to be scheduled. Um, you know, knowing FPL, they probably won't announce it until after game week 27, just in case people are trying to preempty changes. But yeah, it's just something else to be kind of keep in mind. Uh, like I said, I'm going to you know build my team a little bit with game week 29. I have a how many players do I have so far? I think it's about seven or eight. Um, about seven I have so far for that game week. So if I can add maybe one or two more, I think nine is is kind of fair. You know, um, there's not any kind of amazing fixtures really. So you're just trying to get some points on the board, and then a wild card after that to you know give myself a chance to have a good team for the rest of the season. Um, so, yeah, really, they're kind of my early thoughts for this game week. There's a couple of decent differential picks in there. Um, you know, Man City is obviously the big kind of um, focus due to their great double game week. But I also like, I also like Antonio. Uh, I think West Ham are a little bit underrated at the moment. Um, you know, we've seen those players do it against big teams. So you definitely back them against um, Leeds United. And you've got, you know, you've got Lingard and Socek there as well. Um so someone like Lingard, you know, could be well worth, uh, you know, a little bit of a punt as well. Um, relatively low, low, sorry, low ownership at around 5%, you know, 6 million. So you're not really going to, it's not a huge risk like the bail situation. So, um, yeah, definitely some, definitely some good differentials out there. Um, some good, you know, budget picks as well. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of trying to get a fine balance between getting points on the board in 27 and 28 and then still having a half decent team to um to field in 29 but uh yeah we'll do a a feature on 29 as we get a little bit closer and uh keep an eye out on the fixtures if they get released for 28 potentially um so yeah uh, hopefully see you next time thank you <laughs>